Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Well, about, I don't know, a minute from now. Luke Combs, uh, we recorded this interview. I want you to hear it. You haven't heard it yet, so it's not something we've aired before. But here is myself and Luke Combs, and we recorded this because today his brand new album is out. So if you're a Luke Combs fan, enjoy, and let's start the show. Bobby Bones. Yeah. All right, big day today because the new Luke Combs album is out. You know, people wait forever for your... I mean, yeah. Here it is. Yeah. And do you go and... I mean, who's telling you if people are loving it equally or more? And who do you trust? Oh, man, the fans for sure is who you listen to. But would they say, we like this one less? Yes. Some of my (laughs) fans would for sure. 100% they would, yeah. They'd be like, I can't believe this. Or, you know, it's, it's, and I think that's, you know, I mean, that's the best stuff you can listen to. I mean, you can't let it, you know, really drive your decision making or your songwriting, but it's good when people are honest with you about it and it gets, you can get to a point where it's hard to feel like, you know, it's like almost, you get to this point where it's like, let's, let's say I put this album out and it's out today and it's the best album I've ever put out. Right. Let's say it is. And let's say whoever on my team, it doesn't matter if it's Cappy or whoever they come up and they go, God, dude, this album's great. It's hard to be like, it is great because like, and not that I don't trust them, you know, implicitly because I do, but then you start to wonder, you're like, man, are they just like pulling my leg, you know, like trying to make me feel good, you know, kind of thing. Cause what if it's not good? You know, I don't know. I think any, 
I feel like that's the curse of being like a creative person. It's like your mind is like way too overactive, you know? It's like the best thing about what we do and the worst thing about what we do because you're so prone to like second guessing yourself or like wondering if somebody's being real with you or, or not. You know, it's just hard to like trust people's feedback sometimes, you know? So I find that all you can do is just love, you know, you have to just love the songs and just trust. That you did, you know, that you did your best. I think is the only thing that I put any stock in at this point. I had a couple people in my life, and in my last book, I wrote about how I only trust people to tell me I did good if they've told me I haven't done good. Sure. And it's a weird way to feel, but mm-hmm. I again, once you get to a certain point, everybody just starts to be nice to you. Sure. Even if it sucks. Mm-hmm. And so I know that my wife will tell me how exactly how right. she feels, and sometimes it cuts. When oh, it, when, when it hurts. It, yeah, because you think in your head, you're like, man, I want people to be honest with me. And then they are. And, and you're, you're like, like, that sucks. No more. No never more. Never mind. Yeah, no Tell more Tell me honesty. it's good. Yes. <laughs> Tell me it's good. But then it's like you're doing yourself a disservice at that point. You know what I mean? And so if you have somebody that tells you you suck, you, yes. can, you can trust them to tell you that you don't. 100%. 100%. So any of these songs on this record, were they the ones that fell out and you wrote in like 15 minutes? Going, going, gone was pretty fast. That one was pretty fast. Um, and probably middle of somewhere, that one went really fast too. Um, but just fun. I mean, just it's really like if, I mean, if it's just fun, you know, it's easy to write, you know, or if you have a really great, like Going, Going, Gone had such a great riff, like a pronounced thing that we were writing to. Um, I think that one was really great because you're not really worried about anything. You're just like, you're just going. The new album's out today, Growing Up. Here we go. Three big questions, and then we're going to let you go about your merry way because you have so much to do. By the way, great album. Here we go. Question number one. Do you ever go back and hear an old song that you did and go, oh, that, what was I thinking? That is not a good song. I'm not even asking you to say the song oh, if you, because there are other songwriters involved, but do you ever listen back and go, oh, wh- why did I even record that? I don't think anything that's made it on an album I feel that way about. Um, it doesn't have to be album. It can be just something where oh, you, you go back to an old. Dude, definitely. <laughs> oh, all, all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Like all the time. Yeah. But, but why would you say, all, if you say all the time, like how can you write a poor song at this point? I think it's just, I don't, and you're always like the day you write it, you know this, it's like the day you write it, you're so excited about it because you're like, you're done with it. I never gauge a song by how I feel about it when I'm done writing it. It's the next day is the bar. That's funny you do that because if I write something funny, I won't do it for a month. Because I can't, because I'm so I'm so associated with yeah. being in it, and then I lose mm-hmm. it while I'm in it. Do you ever lose it while you're in it because you spent so much time inside uh-huh. of it? Yeah, and you're like oh, I don't yeah. even know if this is good anymore. Yeah, and I get like the next day for me is the thing. Like I always text the people. I'm like, hey, do you guys listen to that song? And they'll be like, eh, yeah. Does but anyone we were ever say it's not good? Does anyone you know? ever say, hey, it's not that good, Luke? Yeah. Good oh yeah. Them. Good for them. But, yeah, like we'll be like, man, we just and sometimes that's like we'll just go and rewrite. The t- you know that thing or change what we don't like about it or so I think you have to be willing to do that too you know you have to be willing to but you always have to I mean, I've always heard that you just you have to finish a song even if it's bad even if you don't like it the practice of getting it complete you know like if your job was cutting down trees and you got halfway through cutting the tree down you would never know how to fell a tree because you had never done it before you might be really good at chopping the tree halfway down and then you don't know how to do the rest. So it's like all you songwriters out there, even if you're writing bad songs, you have to just finish them and then and, and move on. Question two is if someone said, hey, man, here's a million bucks. I need you to write me a radio hit. You have 30 minutes. Do you think you could do it? 30- yes. yes. Ah. 
Love it. All right, hand my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Pay Let's the go. man. Yeah. <laughs> and what would you do? Would you would you chase just a big melody without a lot of like depth? And you know, we're gonna I go so, whoa, yeah. whoa, a lot of those. <laughs> I I think if if it was in that in that sense, in and a that's thirty minutes, thirty minutes, one million dollars, yeah. it's got to be a top melodies, ten hit. Melodies, it. Melodies, the thing. And claps. And, wo- and crowds and, and yeah, melodies, man. Singability, like something that people can sing back to, I think is the biggest thing with any hit, really. Final question. You put out this album today. Mm-hmm. Do you feel as good or better about this album than the other albums that you've put out? Interesting question, man. I feel different about this one um, in the sense of it came together over the last two and a half for three years and it was like all the recording sessions were so spread out and different it was just a completely different process than the other two just because of the circumstances of the world at the time that it was made and all the different sessions that we did and then the tour came along so that put the brakes on it and I didn't do any work on it for the whole tour because I just couldn't I just couldn't think about it because it was like I wouldn't be able to focus on it so I feel really great about it but it's just completely different, and it's hard to even gauge it beside the other two because it was just so completely different. The album's out today. In full transparency, we actually recorded this back in April before uh, Luke's wife and Luke had a baby. Yep. So, and we can air all this even as I'm about to say as sure. it is. But I'm just going to say, hey man, how's the baby? And give me a few responses. Sure. And then we'll highlight <laughs> the one, whichever like, one yeah, happens. Like, like right. tie. Like, right. So, so yeah. how, how was it at the hospital? Oh, it was great, man. You know, stressful. Oh, yeah, stressful. stressful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of give, course. Yeah, give me a second answer in case it's, yeah. it's not stressful at all. Yeah. Oh, it was great, man. It was, it was easy, easy peasy. Wow, good for Oh, look at that. Super <laughs> easy. easy. Okay, yeah. cool. Easy. Yeah. And how has it been back at the house with the baby? It's good. It's been good. Uh, not a lot of sleep. Okay, cool, yeah. yeah. Not a lot of sleep. There's also a possibility that we could not have a baby yet, by the way. It's oh, okay. That, well, that's it's okay. That close. Hey, Luke, where's the baby? Who knows? Somewhere. Okay, there we go. Look. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. And then do uh, and, and we're this is all yeah. all playing for audience right yeah. here. Do one where you go. I've got tons of sleep. People are so wrong about how hard it is. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here's Luke Jones. Man, I've been sleeping great. I don't know what everybody's <laughs> talking about. <laughs> okay, uh, Luke Combs albums out today. Um, we obviously recorded this back in April. So uh, just man, love it. Love what you do. You. Love to see you. Uh, it. Just it's just a big big. Honest conversation with you, and I can always appreciate that. Likewise, man. All right, there he is, Luke Combs. Go, go see him. Stream the music at Luke Combs on Instagram, and we'll be back. You know, when people send us emails, they do write hello, oh, 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 oh. I didn't just start that out of nowhere. <laughs> I was wondering about that. That was one or two, and then people write their emails like that. <laughs> some do, some don't, and some are really long. And it's like hello, la, la, la. <laughs> so just know that's on the email. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My family and I started a small business about five years ago. It's a niche business. There aren't many of us around just yet. We've worked from the ground up. Blood, sweat, tears. We have grown our business, which has just been named Best in the State for its class. Now, I understand similar businesses are going to pop up. We almost encourage it. We love collaborating with similar companies growing in our industry. But one of our previous employees is new, now open the same kind of business in our old location, selling the exact same stuff. Not only that, they copy our social posts. They host the same events. Uh, they told everyone, quote, they are in the business to put us out of business. Oh. Dang. Now, <laughs> now we're all getting along with them, but dang, it's annoying. 
How do we stand out without them piggybacking off us? Do we confront them, extend the olive branch? We're in a small town. Rumors spread like wildfire, but we want to remain cordial. How do we get the leg up? Help. P.S. Listener since day one. My listener loves it. My daughter loves a new kid's book. Signed. Small business lady trying to put her stamp on the world. Well, I appreciate that email. I'll tell you a story somewhat similar. We started this radio show a long time ago. This radio show is done a bit different than other radio shows, not only from how we do it behind the scenes, where I'm the only person that knows what we're going to talk about on the show, to the group of people that's never been on the radio before, to the main host that doesn't have a good radio voice, uh, to there I could just go down the line on how we did everything so different, and we were told forever it's not going to work. And then once it started working and then really started working, everybody started copying it. They were like, oh, oh yeah, we always knew that was blueprint for success. It was. It's one after the other. Little clones of this show would pop up. Even if it's not a straight clone of the show, they'd still segments and change the name just a little bit, but over and over. And I used to get so upset about that. Now, I just do me. I can't control anybody else. Can't control what they do, what they say. Can't control how they react to things. Can't control what their bosses tell them. I just do me. I do the best version of me. I focus on me and us and what I can do for me, us, and our families. And that's it. Because you don't have enough capacity to worry about this other person. Now, if they're stealing something from you, if they have some inside information, if they're, you can sue them. I never sued anybody in my life, but I would if it came to something like that. But I don't think they are, and there's no law against a similar, very similar business. McDonald's, say hello to Burger King. Apple, say hello to – you can just do yeah. it. There. So here's the advice I'm going to give you, and not just you, the emailer, but other people that are in a similar situation professionally, personally – uh, just do you. It's the only thing you can control. Can't control what they're doing because they're going to do it regardless of how you feel about it, how much it hurts your feelings, how sad you are, how angry you are. That's it. You control you. You do your best job. Put out your most authentic version of what you're doing, and you will come ahead, especially if you're already good. It sounds like you're killing it right now. So keep doing you as least as possible, as less as possible. Try not to worry about that. I know it's hard. You are a human being. And... Be so good at what you do that that is what drives them to go, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't I can't compete against them. So And they'll quit. They'll lose. The end. Do you have any shows that I've had to stomp out from being – I mean I could list them. Being like – and I would get really competitive and it didn't matter who was against me. They were my mortal enemy. Uh, some, some still are. They don't even know it. They're not in radio anymore and I'm like, ah. <laughs> um, I, I, some of that's still gone. It, 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 every once in a while a little head pops up. But just do you. That's it. Do you. Focus on you. Do the best you. The end. Because that's all you can do. Other than vandalize in the middle of the night. Oh, wow, don't wow, do wow, that. Wow. That's my no. point. Don't do that. <laughs> and that's it. Close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Fun Fact Friday. My favorite segment. All right. Here we go. Number five. Five. So similar to the rings in a tree, your teeth carry a record of stressful times throughout your life. I've been grinding the crap out of mine. I thought of you when I saw this so one. So hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know what's up. Just recently? I wonder if I grind because I'm happy. Is that a thing? Doubt. Has that ever been <laughs> like, wow, you're so happy. I can tell by the rings in your teeth. I don't think so. No? Um, I, I've got a new mouth guard. My jaws, when I eat sometimes food, I can't open my mouth all the way because my jaws are so tired. The muscles wow. are... So, if you look at my teeth, I'm probably Methuselah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 
Old. Mm, that's a Bible reference for some of you at home. Oldest guy in the Bible. Uh, I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out. Number four. Jim Carrey was originally offered the role of Captain Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean. He'd have been great. He, he turned it down to do Bruce Almighty. Also good. Yeah, also good. Oh, but Bruce Almighty's real good. Kind of crazy seeing him as, I mean, because Johnny Depp and... I feel like Johnny different. Depp's doing a Jim Carrey impression on Pirates of the Caribbean. You do? He's like, oh, no, 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 he's dancing around doing goofy. <laughs> I feel like Johnny Depp's so goofy in that movie that Jim Carrey could have easily done that. I think it'd have been fine. And also, like, Jim Carrey in serious movies better than goofy ones anyway. Yeah. Okay. And then we'd have just thought of it as a Jim Carrey. We'd have been like, do you know Johnny Depp was up second for this movie? <laughs> but I think I'm, I'm into it. I'm reading this book right now by this guy, Jim Quick, and he said he worked with Jim Carrey on a product, project, and he was speaking somewhere where Jim Carrey was, and he went up to him afterwards and was like, hey, I'd like to do some private work with you he's like because to do a weird question is that to go up somebody and be like hey buddy we uh like one-on-one i want to hire you as a coach to help me he's like i'm Mm. about to do dumb and dumber and i need to be oh jim carrey asked him yes he goes i i need to be smarter to do my role in dumb and dumber yeah it's really hard to play dumb Mm -hmm. it's not it's easy to be dumb it's hard to play dumb because you can't put yourself there because you it's like uh, trying to be short if you're really tall you can't just Make your unless you're like been it's impossible. Wow. So you got to be really smart to be dumb. So that being said, uh, IQ of uh, 200 lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> Is that high? It's not a thing. <laughs> See, uh, see what he did there? That's a brill- That's brilliant timing. The, the guy leaves here and he talks in a British accent and has all the degrees. But in this room, guy's crushing it. All right, next. Number three. HBO passed on The Walking Dead because they thought it was too violent. It's very violent though, but HBO. HBO has Oz. That's a pretty crazy show back in the day. So they've always been violent. So that's weird that they would. Shows like The Wire. And then even now. And it ended up being super successful. So I bet they were like, dang it. It was my favorite show for three or four years. Like my the favorite show. Same, but I have not. I don't know what's been happening. Is it still? No, I think now it's current day and everybody's living a happy life. Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) How boring of a show. All the zombies are dead. People eat all the food groups. The end. All right, next. It would take a person approximately 15 to 18 years to do all the training you'd need to become Batman. Interesting. I just, I guess I don't think of the training. I think of how rich he is and just think he can buy all that stuff. Yeah, because he has but equipment. I guess That's he good. has, yes, but he also can fight. Okay. But what and, training? Yeah. Does well, it, he goes away. Remember in that one of the Batmans? That's jail. They throw him in a hole. <laughs> oh. That ain't training. That's life, baby. <laughs> it goes away. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I had this whole debate with my wife about Batman. We were watching it, and we turn it on, and the new The Batman, and it's really long, and she's so analytical about certain things, so emotional about others, and we're watching it, and she's like, what's his, what's his superhero power or whatever? I was like, he didn't have one. He goes, why they call him a superhero? I was like, well, he saves people. Okay, we'll call him a cop. I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, well, he's not really a, a cop, but he's a superhero with like um, a... a Iron Man. What's his power? Well, he's rich. Well, okay, call him a cop. And I was like, well, that's a good point. Dang it. And then she's like, why does he wear that stupid costume? And I was like, what do you mean? Is this, he's a superhero. We already said he's not a superhero, so let's move on from that. <laughs> he said, but, but why, like, the, it looks like an adult going to a child's birthday party. Like, why does he have to do that? Like, after all these years, can't they, like, make it? Uh, he's like, more rubber. And I was like, yeah, it, it, it's a movie. She goes, well, it's creepy. They should not do that because it looks like he's trying to get into, like, a kid's birthday. And I said, she said, why is he a bat? And I was like, I, I, have, I have no idea. She's like, can he just wear like a black headband or something? 
And I was like, because he doesn't flap his arms out anymore. That's old school Batman. Mm. So why does he still wear the ears? Oh, my yeah. goodness. This yeah. is the discussions you guys have? Yeah, I paused it for this. Wow. I was, I was really dialed in. And so I said, uh, yeah, I don't know why he's a bat sonar. She's like, does he use that a lot? I'm like, I don't think so. She goes, all right. So he's not a superhero. You don't know why he's a bat. And he wears like a creepy adult costume out solving crime. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, all right, you can hit play. I was like, all right, cool. We didn't watch Spider-Man or anything after that, but that was kind of how that went down there. All right, next. Number one. Sour Patch Kids are from the same manufacturer as Swedish Fish. So the red Sour Patch Kids are the same exact candy as Swedish Fish. They just got sugar on them. I don't know if there's a worse candy than Swedish Fish, though. That's oh. like, that's like the, where they get old people who want candy but don't can't really have real candy. Yeah, because it's not even sweet, really. It's not. Oh, but people it's like that rubber. love them love right. them. Like, I used to have little wrestling men that were rubber. Same thing as Swedish Fish. Same factory. <laughs> <laughs> I had those guys, yeah, too. Yeah, same, same thing. <laughs> Swedish Fish are terrible. I don't hate them. Oh. But it's like not real candy. But I also love Bitto Honey. I guess I'm not hard to please. I don't I, I don't like Beto honey, but that's because I don't like Beto honey. Swedish fish, I have no feeling about whatsoever because it's just stupid. <laughs> wow. There you go. Okay. Yeah. But next time you're eating a Sour Patch Kid, just know you're eating the red ones. You're eating a Swedish fish dipped in sugar. I'm going to be honest with you. As soon as this segment's over, I'll never remember this. <laughs> yeah. All you right. might. Okay, there you go. Fun Fact Friday. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Bobby's new TV show he's hosting called Snake in the Grass will premiere on August 1st. It will be on USA Network airing at 11.10 Central Time. The show will feature four players who are dropped in the wild for 36 hours with a chance to win $100,000. Kit Moore released a new song called Fire on Wheels. Albums out today: Jimmy Allen's Tulip Drive and Luke Combs' Growing Up. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. All right, so I want to tell you this story about a Kansas teenager that's doing something pretty simple but making people feel super special. So everyone around the country can take notes and try to do this. Shout out to Caleb Kelly Jones, who was looking for a way to just give back to his community. He noticed the janitors at his school weren't really getting the type of appreciation they deserve, and they worked so hard. So he rallied his family and friends, and they made a bunch of cookies, and he straight up showed up to the janitors with all the cookies, and he had a card signed by every single student, every teacher, every administrator at the school. The custodians were completely blown away by the kind gesture, and it totally made their day. And I thought, this is such a doable, simple thing as a way to say thank you to people that work so hard. Well, and I would bet you that's a pretty underappreciated job. The amount of work that goes in, the amount of respect they probably don't get because you don't see the amount of work that goes in. So I like it, and... Again, it's somebody appreciating somebody who probably doesn't feel the appreciation enough. Um, if I were to equate that to somebody on the show, I'd say probably like me. You guys should appreciate. <laughs> do, you, do you want cookies in a yeah, card? Yeah, I'll, I'll get you some. I always want cookies in a card. Who doesn't want cookies in a card? Uh, that's an awesome story. Yeah. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right. My cousin told me three years ago, get involved in your finances. It'll be empowering. I said, nope, that's my husband's strength, not mine. Well, then my divorce happened and I had no choice. 
I remember it was about a year ago exactly that I was on stage at my live podcast in Nashville raving about Rocket Money. It wasn't an endorsement. I was just a new fan, grateful for the help in managing my bills, budgets, and all things money with ease. Because my cousin was right. It was empowering. Something else Rocket Money does, they help you manage your subscriptions. Yep, it's a personal finance app that will find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions. It also monitors your spending, helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. And it's pretty cool that Rocket Money has over 5 million users. That's a lot. I'm one of them. So you know you're in good hands if all these people are trusting their finances with Rocket Money. They have saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Like cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash bones. That's rocketmoney.com slash bones. Check them out. Rocketmoney.com slash bones. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, I think I can eat a piece of pizza in under 30 seconds. Or I know it'll take you over a minute to drink that entire two liter. If you have, you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Now here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they have more or less of a certain stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and a whole bunch more. Track your picks. Play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code BONES for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's the code BONES. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I'd have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, 
That's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. We got a new champion. Eddie's back. Yay, here I am. By the way, there have been five champions total. Eddie, four, Amy, one. Dang, dude, I'm the Tom Brady of easy trivia. You are. are. Amazing. Job, Eddie. Uh. All right, it's the easiest trivia game ever. Question number one, the category is animals, Amy. Which animal is known as man's best friend? A dog. Correct. Lunchbox, which desert animal has a hump? Camel. Yeah. Eddie, what does a rhinoceros have on its nose? A horn. Yeah. Morgan, what animal is covered in quills? A porcupine. A porcupine is right. Let's go. Let's go. One (laughs) down. down. Okay, so now if you miss it, you're out. Okay. And if you miss it, you're going to hear this sound. You've been boned. Object of the game, be the last one to be boned. (laughs) Nice. Mm -hmm. Let's go. The category is country music. Amy, who is known as the king of country music? George Strait. Correct. Lunchbox, what country artist sings This Kiss? This kiss, this kiss. It's centripical. This kiss. Uh, Faith Hill. Correct. You got there. Eddie, who wrote the autobiographical song Coal Miner's Daughter? And Coal Miner's Daughter. That is Loretta Lynn. Correct. Wow. That's a pretty tough one for round two. I had to think about that one. Good one for you. Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, Morgan, famously duetted on what country song that was also written by the Bee Gees? Islands in the Sun was Weezer. Islands in the Stream was Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. Good job. Wow, Morgan. Good job. All right, the next one. U.S. City Nicknames. Oh, oh my gosh. I hate gosh. geography ones because people get mad it. at us. I know. <laughs> this, okay. U.S. City Nicknames. All right. U.S. City Knowledge. Which city is the home of Fenway Park, known as Beantown? We've been there. We go there. We've gone. We went. Let's see. The Bean. Fenway. Where were we? I know there's the Bean in Chicago. Bean Town. Fenway Park. And then Fenway, is that where the Chicago Cubs are? Chicago. You've been booed. Fenway is where the Boston Red Sox play. That's where we went. Yeah, Beantown is Boston, (laughs) but there's a bean, but Boston doesn't own every bean. No, they don't. And there are Boston beans, by the way. Boston baked beans. Yes. Yeah, those are really good. Yeah, we went to that. Down goes Amy. Down goes Amy. Oh, my God. Holy, I knew we went to that. Yeah, yeah. And it was in Boston. Lunchbox, what city is known as the birthplace of jazz? Oh, uh, has to be New Orleans. Is that your answer? Yeah. Correct. Eddie, what city is known as the City of Angels? That is Los Angeles. Yeah. Morgan, what's Motor City? Motor City? I... I don't know. I mean, NASCAR, I would imagine. Is that Indiana? Is that Indianapolis? I, I have no idea. Indianapolis. That's incorrect. You've been boom. Motor City cars. They make a lot of cars. I got nothing. Detroit. We yeah, lost no, two I've, there. Detroit Motor City. I would have never gotten that. Yeah, that, that's, that city and geography stuff takes us down. <laughs> that's tough, man. Fast. <laughs> All right, Lunchbox and Eddie are left. <laughs> Let's go. There are two questions for each of you in this category, which is 90s movies. <laughs> Easy like movies. trivia, Lunchbox. Easy trivia. 
Which box office hit about nuns starred Whoopi Goldberg? Sister Act. Correct. Yeah. He said, oh, yes. Good right. job. Good job. <laughs> yes. Eddie, this quote. You're killing me, Smalls. It's from what 90s movie? That's The Sandlot. Correct. Lunchbox, who played Mrs. Doubtfire? Robin Williams. Who? Robin Williams. Got it. Yeah. He said Ronald Williams. No, I didn't. Good. I know you didn't. I was asking again. What color was Nickelodeon known for making their VHS tapes, Eddie? What color was Nickelodeon known for making their VHS tapes? Man, I never bought a Nickelodeon VHS tape. But I'm assuming they were, I mean, Nickelodeon's orange, so I'm assuming they would make it orange. Is that your answer? I mean, I have no other answer. Orange. Correct. Ah! Wow! Category is celebrities. Yeah. So me and my people. Lunchbox, what country was Ryan Reynolds born in? (laughs) Canada. Correct. Wow. Good job. Did you know that? Wow. Which actor visits chick, uh, sick children in the hospital in the Peter Quill Star-Lord costumes? Excuse me? <laughs> He's done this a lot. Good luck, Look, Which Eddie. actor visits sick children in the hospital in the Peter Quill Star-Lord costume? Oh, wow. Well, I would assume that's who he played in a movie. I don't know. I don't know who that is, but I'm thinking it's... um. The Guardians of the Galaxy guy, kind of funny. He was in Parks and Rec. He used to be bigger, now he's all fit. What is his name? Five seconds. Oh my gosh. Chris. <gasps> Liam! Chris Hems! No! Chris Pine! Chris Pratt! Chris Pratt! What? Hold on. Your time's up, but what is your answer? Chris Pratt. Your answer is Chris Pratt. The oh, an- my gosh. It's not Chris. The answer is Chris Pratt. Oh, yes. He got there. Uh, Lunchbox. Oh, my gosh. Who is Surrey's mother? Katie Holmes. Correct. Surrey Cruz. That's really good. What two celebrities have a daughter together named Apple? Eddie? Uh, that's Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. Correct. A t- tough way to get here, but we're here. Lunchbox, the category is science. What does a botanist study? Plants. Correct. Eddie, who discovered gravity and the three laws of motion? Isaac Newton. Correct. Lunchbox, who discovered the theory of relativity? What? The theory of relativity. Yeah, I thought we already did science. Uh, two questions in each. Yeah, well. <sighs> relativity. Uh, Newton. Well, he just said Newton. Well, so you can do back to back. He can, do two things, yeah, he can be really yeah, good. Yeah. You've been boom. I don't know what that is. Einstein. E equals MC squared. I don't know what that means. <laughs> There's like famous. Uh, Eddie, come for on. the win. Come on, come on. Okay. What is a paleontologist study? <laughs> come on. Uh, fossils. Correct. Yes! Yes! Was that Ross and Friends? Yes. <laughs> yeah! Let's go! First victory of the season. There he is, the champion. Nice job, Eddie. Hey, wow. Lunchbox was tough at the end. He there. was. Good run, lunch. Yeah, dude. Good, Good lunch, one. buddy. You're so close. All right. Relativity. All right, let's play a couple voicemails here. This first one is about a scam on our Facebook page. Ray, play that one, please. Hi, I'm just calling because I almost fell for a scam that a Deborah Headley is posting on Facebook with your show. 
to give people $1,500 in cash app, but you have to pay $50 first to get it. So I just wanted you to be aware of the scam so maybe you guys can shut her down. I love your show. I love you guys. Thanks so much for being on the air. I enjoy you every day. Hey, thanks. Hmm. And thanks for the heads up. Just as a heads up to everybody else, regardless if it's our page or anywhere else on social media, never pay anybody anything to get something. If they're like, hey, I'll give you this, but you have to pay this, never. It's always a scam. The only time that you pay somebody to get something that's not a scam is when you're actually buying something from a reputable source, like a store, you know? So, Morgan, do they put... I assume because we have a big following, there's a lot of this crap. Oh, my gosh. There's yeah. so many scams. I go through our page like three times a day trying to ban these people and shut them down. But, of course, there's going to be some that fall through the cracks. So just be vigilant to not fall for it. Don't pay for anything on our page. Man, I saw an investment that looked pretty good on that page. Oh, yeah. What was it? Oh, it was like $5,000. <laughs> and then there were some testimonies like, yeah, I did that and it worked. Oh, my underneath. gosh. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Send me that link. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here is one more. This is Sandra. I would like for you to give a shout out to the Polka City Police Department because we had a near drowning on my, my three-year-old granddaughter and they saved her life. That's awesome. So Polka City Police Department, it's like a tell me something good here. Jumped in, saved her. Pretty cool. On Monday's show, Eddie's going to try to be a lifeguard. I don't know yeah. if you guys have heard it yet. He's going to go take the, the physical test. It's been a while since I've <laughs> done something like that. It's been a while since you saved a few lives yourself. <laughs> yes. How many saves you got? Oh, three bones total. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Come on, three man. Total. That's Monday's show. The show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. A new study found that women need more downtime on weekends more than men do. The new study was done by women, women who put the study <laughs> out. Yes, go ahead. So, in general, weekends is when, you know, we have the least amount of stress. Everybody deserves a little bit of downtime, but there's a major dramatic shift for women because women juggle more things throughout the week and they don't have as much downtime in general. So, it is important for you to kick back, relax on the weekends. They say it's essential here. Well, if it's a story in the pile, we know we must live it. We <laughs> must women, go live it in our lives. Take this home to your men. All right, what else? <laughs> if you've always been a bad dancer, you can officially blame it on your parents because another study was done about this, and it's partly down to your genetics, whether or not you can move on the dance floor. Sure, it's rhythm. It's um, hand-eye coordination. I would say it's all genetics as far as what you can do naturally. If you're a fast runner, probably your parents were pretty fast runners. Anything we do physically. Yeah, the study even went into playing the drums or yeah. rhythm guitar. Like There's some- work that takes to get better, but just being natural at something is almost all just coming from your parents or, or your grandparents. I know, and what's a bummer is that my sister is a really good dancer, and then I'm not. You'll admit that. Oh, I know I'm not good. Nice. I've even tried. Sashira, my daughter, did a dance camp the other day, and I had to help <laughs> her with a dance, and it was brutal. Like, brutal. I did, it, did you see Justin Timberlake dance recently? No. He was dancing on stage, and it was like, and, and I thought he was kidding, but they, the internet was like, oh, Timberlake's lost it all. He's lost all swag. He was all doing dance. sexy back? He was, just, he was dancing to one of his songs. <laughs> How could he lose it? He, he I'm telling you, I saw it, it and it was, it was tough. It looked like me down dancing Uh-oh. with the stars. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> All right, what else? Well, speaking of you being on TV, I saw that Snake in the Grass, your TV show on USA Network, officially is premiering on Monday, August 1st at 11 Easter, 10 Central. Yeah, 11 Easter. It's what? a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I said Easter. Oh, um, Snake in the Grass. I didn't know it was coming on so late. That night? At, yeah, 11, 10 wow. Central. Um, yeah, no idea. It's, and it, it's after USA's biggest show, which is wrestling. And then it, I think it goes on Peacock immediately like a na- the next day so USA because I'm gonna be honest with you I don't, I don't stay up that late I don't stay up at 10 o'clock 
Uh, but I'm glad it's on a weeknight, so at least I can tell the audience, hey, tonight's the show. Yeah. So, but August 1st, the show airs. It's really, it's a really cool show. Who had, who's seen it? Not me. You Not haven't, me you haven't seen it yet? Mm-hmm. You haven't no, sent me one. You didn't send it. It's me. a really cool show. It's like <laughs> a old, like a whodunit. You got to figure out who, who's the, the snake the whole time. But it, there's, um, I don't want to run too much of it. But what does it say in the, the press release there? Okay, I can say what it does. Yeah, go on. Okay, this action-packed social experiment is hosted by... Yeah, it's a social experiment. That's what it is. You're like judging people and how they react to situations. Hey, she was about to say who it's hosted yeah, yeah, by. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hosted by national radio and television personality Bobby Bones. Ooh. Each episode <laughs> will feature four players who are dropped in the wild for 36 hours with a chance to win $100,000. In order to win, the four must figure out which one of them is the snake. And it's each episode self-contained, so you don't have to follow along. You are these to- players um, are there cele- s- celebrities? Some or are. are okay. Yeah, some are like, I can say now, some, it, old. Uh, we did one with all old Survivor contestants. Oh, cool. Now, question. Amazing race From all over the country, yeah. Wait, go ahead. The $100,000, if the snake... The snake gets it all if he tricks them. Okay, but the if they figure it out... It if they figure out who the snake is. And the snake is none? None. Oh, you like man. that? Yeah, I do like that. <laughs> yeah, it's good because again, it's just an episode. It's shot really cool. It's different. It's I guess people will compare it to Survivor just because we're in the jungle. Yeah, it says there's, there's no surviving. You're in the remote and rugged Central American jungle. Yeah, it sucked. So that <laughs> they call it the snake. Wait, pit. but you didn't compete. No, but, but I was I was there longer there. than they were. Oh. I had to shoot all yeah. the crap. I'd be at every challenge. <laughs> oh man. Listen, there's whoa, there's reality TV legends from Survivor, Big Brother, Naked and Afraid. Yeah, I just I that's just, I mean no, he, you, I said big, uh, Survivor. You said Survivor. You did not. Sorry, say naked. she did, he didn't and say I, Naked and Afraid he, because guess what? We don't know who anybody is from Naked and Afraid. I don't know who anybody was. Oh, that's just crazy. <laughs> they did the whole show naked though. Yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't. Thank God. All right, well, thank you. Uh, August first, that show premieres on USA. I hope you guys watch it. Yeah. And that's all. All right, Amy. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Miles Copeland is 25 years old, and his day job, he's a firefighter. So he fights fire, saves lives, but he's also a semi-pro basketball player. So he fights fires, gets done. Oh, I got a game today. Goes to the game. He's playing, running up down the court. All of a sudden, 61-year-old referee, boom, passes out, falls face down onto the court. Well, guess what? Miles said, hey, I'm a firefighter. Runs over there. Hoo, 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 Dang. Hoo, hoo. Chest compressions, not for one minute, not two minutes, not three, four, five, ten minutes. He did but chest compressions. the whole way, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> he's going to do it all the seconds. 37 all minutes. Like, not 22, not 23. <laughs> not 20. Yeah. <laughs> ten minutes later, brought him back to life. Wow. That's awesome. It, just to That's a long hang into it. Like, how long do you hang? I mean. Do you hang until some, like, a doctor gets there and goes, yes, sir? I don't know. Because you hear like ten minutes, I'd be like, I mean, All right, twenty seconds. Of... I'm tired, and I don't. It's guy's not going to yeah. work. Out. We lost him. Yeah, we lost. <laughs> oh gosh, he's no. still somewhat breathing, and his eyes are opening. <laughs> and the guys, he's done. Put a towel over him. But that's to to, la- to do that for ten minutes, and to have those skills, and to use them. Yeah, pretty, pretty awesome. And so the ref, you know, woke up, and he was like, "Oh, oh I foul a- on him! No fa- foul, technical." <laughs> he said, "Oh, do I need to finish ref in the game?" But they took him to the hospital, and he had open heart surgery. To wow, he did. Yeah. He had a blockage. Boom, but he's okay. That's crazy. Yeah, those blockages are crazy because you can't see them, right? Mm-hmm. We have somebody that's close to us that had a blockage and all of a sudden was feeling really sick. Uh, smash cut in the hospital having full heart surgery. Crazy. So you can't see them. 
I don't you wonder you inside of your body him, you right can't now? Feel him. I know. It's I know, like, and it's so. What's you, wrong in me right now? Yeah. It's not like you can just go pay to have it looked at. I mean, I guess you could. Yeah, you have to have a lot of money. I, I think yeah. you do. There, there are places you can go, but you have to pay a lot of money. Oh yeah, I, I don't, I've only heard of these places. I have <laughs> right. a friend that's like, I want to go to this place. I want to fly to San Diego, <laughs> and they go over every inch of your body, and they tell you everything that's wrong with you. That sounds awesome. I or want someone terrible. to tell me everything that's right with Yeah, me. I need something in the middle. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everything that's wrong with you? Yeah, I need a mix. Like, for everything you find wrong, I need something really great. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'll be yeah. really sad. Oh. Uh, great story, Lunchbox. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Coming up, about 20 minutes, Luke Combs. We do talk about the new baby. So you guys hang out for that. Right now, Amy's morning corny. Let's go. The morning corny. A truckload of Vicks Vapor Rub overturned on the highway yesterday. Oh, yeah? Amazingly, there was no congestion for eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. That's a good one. (laughs) That was the morning corny. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I'd have to pay it. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. When it comes to things that I love universally, uh, my dogs, and I'll go three to one. Arkansas sports, number one, my wife. 
And so I love it. You know what I almost love universally is bacon because, I mean, it's hard to have bad bacon. I love bacon. I love it like not super crispy. I like that middle, like a little bit of crisp on it, but also a little bit of soft. And when it comes to bacon, the best bacon, and again, I love bacon. The best bacon is right brand bacon. It's awesome. So awesome that I had some sent to me and I came back. It was up here in the studio and it was gone. And Eddie took a whole case home, but where he blew it was he posted it on Instagram. Bacon is awesome. So let me tell you about right brand bacon. It is so good that if you cook bacon for people at your house, they're going to be like, well, what's happening here? Like, you, you in an extra good mood today? Nope, it's just the bacon. I'm talking about the number one thick cut, flip your whole world upside down type of bacon. The thickness of it, how it's actually real wood smoked, it is unbelievable almost indescribable. I cannot tell you about it with words and how good it is. Do yourself a favor and get you some right brand bacon and experience bacon the right way. Final day. We're to the number one. I made my list of my top five 90s country music videos. The artist had to be elite. The song had to be elite. The music video had to be memorable. At number five, it was Alan Jackson, Chattahoochee. Yeah, down yonder on the Chattahoochee. Never From knew how much 1992 right there. Number four, from 91 was Boot Scootin' Boogie. Brooks and Dunn for you. From 1993 at number three, Prop Me Up Beside the Jukebox, Joe Diffie. Prop me up beside the jukebox if I die. Number two, Shania Twain, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Man, I feel like a woman. We are now to the number one song. When I think back about great songs and great artists and music videos, and I'm like, dang, that was the one. The song from 1990. The very beginning of it all. 1990. Uh Uh-oh. We're in the 90s. In 1990, Seinfeld premiered on NBC. The Simpsons debuted on Fox. Home Alone was the most popular movie. Jurassic Park was the best-selling book. And Cheers was the top TV show. Morgan hadn't been born yet. Mike hadn't been born yet. That Uh is weird. The average household income was $28,000. The average price of a new house was $123,000. That's nice. Some of the examples of 1990s lingo included bling bling. Yeah. Nice jewelry. <laughs> it's not just bling, and even that's a little dated at this point. To call someone a blood means to call them a friend. Oh, hey, blood. That's cool. Oh. Chill out, obviously. For sure. Get over it. Whacked. Like, like out of their mind, mm-hmm. yeah. mind. And yada, 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 which is from Seinfeld. That's from 1990. Okay, you keep stalling. No, I'm giving context okay. as the year 1990. So here's a little fact about this song. Uh, this person was a struggling songwriter. And so he got together with a writer that he admired, wrote the song, and then got the song and pitched it to another artist. And she, she Tanya Tucker, recorded it first. Oh, I don't know what it is. So oh. she recorded it, but she didn't put it on her album. And so this guy who was established himself as an artist, he said, hey, since you recorded it, can I have it back? He then recorded it, and he put it on his second album. In 1990, that album was called No Fences. Yes! Yeah! Yes! The artist is Garth Brooks, and his song is The Thunder Rolls. Let's go! On October 2nd, 1991, it was the CMA video of the year. It was uh, taken off the air, though. It was pulled for a long time because it was controversial. Violent. Yep. It says, in the music video alludes to the third verse by including the theme of domestic violence. Both TNN and CMT banned the video, with a CMT representative commenting that the network was, quote, in business to entertain, not to promote or condone gratuitous violence or social issues. Mm. 
Oh. And because they banned it, it was made it even bigger. <laughs> yeah. I wish they'd banned me. The Friday Morning Conversation with Jimmy Allen. Jimmy's got a new album out today. It's crazy it's only your third album. I feel like you put out so much good stuff. But yeah. I guess a lot of that stuff's just not album. It's like a, this is a third full project. Yeah, third full project. It's like I'll hear that. Then sometimes I hear, like, wow, you got three albums out already on your fifth single? Because you figure there's some artists that just now put out an EP on, like, their third single. Yeah. But then they also got to play covers their whole show. So it's kind of like... You always have a lot of really cool people because you have great songs yourself, but you have the ability to get really cool people to do songs with you yeah. and to also um, share the message that you want shared. In, in all of your collaborations, it's like you don't bring someone on and they just are out of nowhere and it doesn't make sense. It's like you bring on great uh, communicators of what the song actually means. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a really cool thing that you do. And so I'll talk about that for a second because on this record, and I do want to talk about the Jennifer Lopez thing because I saw that and was like, holy crap. Yeah. That's, that's all. How, did, how did you get J-Lo to be on a song? So she it's a remake of her song On My Way from her movie, Bury Me. And like, I know somebody that works with her. He like reached out and was like, hey, we want to do a remake of this J-Lo song. Would you be down to do it? I was like, that's a dumb question. Of course. Like, I don't care what the song's about. I didn't even know what song was going to be. I said, yeah, so he just sent it over. She'd already done her vocals. Um, so I just did mine and, like, and I uh, just sent it back. That's cool. So it kind of came yeah, to you, came but then you me. got to also go, this is, this is still a me thing. Yeah. So then after we did it, it was like, hey, I got a new record. Can we put on the record? Now, the CeeLo T-Pain thing was different. Like, I was in Miami doing some stuff with Pitbull, and then I went to the studio, and my boy Vinny that produces some uh, CeeLo stuff said, hey, Jimmy, CeeLo got this verse, he got a chorus, but he wants to, like, change it. What do you want to do? Um, see if you can write a chorus to it. So I said, all right, play the track. <laughs> so I just hopped in the booth, freestyled this chorus, then went back and recorded it. And I called T-Pain a couple days later, like, bro, uh, I got this song with CeeLo, you want to do it? He's you like, just called him? Yeah. He's like, him. hello. Yeah, I just called him. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> he was like, can I buy you a drink? I was like, I'm good. Um, <laughs> So then he said, yeah, so he did it. Now I was going, there's this hip-hop artist I was texting to do the third verse. So I was like, oh, wait, no. I want a verse. I don't want to just sing the chorus. I want a song on my record. And then KDO, the other features. So every album, I want to have an artist that doesn't have a record deal uh, with a song. So it started with Betty James Gold Edition with Neon Union, um, who me and my buddy Aaron Benwood just signed, just got them their first record deal. Now KDO, she's an artist in town that, used to demo sing a lot of songs that they would pitch to like artists like Carrie, Marin, Carly, whoever. But the problem is in Nashville sometimes if you become a demo singer, you get pigeonholed as that. So she's a great artist. And we had her come in because the song we did, Broken Heart, was going to be a duo anyway. And my boy was like, hey, let's have uh, this girl KDO come demo. I was like, cool. So she came in. I was like, wait, huh? wait, no. Let's just keep her on the song. That way, you know, one, it's... I feel like I've been given a platform and people have given me opportunities. I feel like it's my job to do that for for other people. So I'm excited for the world to hit KDL. What's interesting about that, what I hear when you tell that story is, uh, Reba, you know, does he love you? Mm-hmm. Linda Davis, does he love you? When that th- So they do this, and she was just singing the demo for the song mm-hmm. because she was with Reba's touring group, and um, they were like, well, who do we want to get on it? And they had gone through, according to urban legend i think reva actually told me this so it's not that urban of a legend <laughs> they had gone through people to do it and she was like no let's just have linda do it she yeah. sounds great and she's already on tour with us yep. as a background singer and so she was like and she's a great artist that no one has actually let yep. beat and so that song does he think of me and so mm-hmm. that's that yeah. similar to what you just told that's me that's what she does like because katie's a nurse so she'll go work her nurse shifts and still write so like you know nurses work 12 hours 
So she'll go work 12 hours, still, then still go write songs, then still go recording music. So I just, you know, had so much respect for her and the hustle. You know, we really appreciate people that got hustle, bro. Because we like, try to appreciate, uh, it's like a time machine. Mm-hmm. And I'll speak, and you can agree or disagree, but you, you, you say that and it resonates with me because I go, man, somebody's just killing themselves. I think that's why I was drawn to you early mm-hmm. because I would see you just going so hard for what you wanted and I admired that because nothing was given to you. And I'm like, I like it, I want to help them. But in reality, I just wanted to help me because mm-hmm. that's what I did and I wanted yeah. somebody to help me. For sure. So when you, that's how yeah. I feel because yep. you talk about her and I'm like, yes, I should help her. Yeah, man. But I think we're actually just trying to help ourselves in the past. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's kind of like it's, that's what connects us because me, the one, my biggest pet peeve are lazy people. People that say, I want this, I want that, but have it, they've never taken one step in the direction to achieve said career they want. You know, but when I see someone like exhausting every option to make it happen, I'm like, that's when you step in. Because that's what someone did for us. We got to a point where we worked our butt off when we got good at what we were doing a little bit enough to get someone's attention. And people say, you know what? They're investing in themselves. So I'm going to invest in them. Yeah, they just, they just kicked the door. It cracked it a little bit. Kicked mm-hmm. the crack a little bit. Exactly. And let us have a shot to exactly. enter the room. Just hold the door. Give me some more time yeah, to just get, get there. Give I'm going to get second. through it. Just hold it for me for a second. <laughs> Jimmy Allen is here. Records out today called Tulip Drive. What I want to mention too, and uh, we were talking about this before you came on, but Jimmy took a red eye to get here to do the show today. Amy, what, what's a red eye to you? A red eye, picture yourself like in LA trying to get to New York and you do it overnight or something mm-hmm. and you maybe catch the flight at midnight and voila, you wake up in New York. So a red eye because I'm assuming you, you're tired and your eyes are red, but it's an overnight flight. Yeah. They're, they're difficult because it throws you off. And yeah. Yeah. you're obviously, like you said, you hustle and you got here and I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. But why you were confused is a red eye to you is the same thing. It's but this, 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 Yes, but this wasn't that. It's not a stop. I went from one Ratchet City to another one. I went from Oakland to Detroit. <laughs> like at midnight. Whoa, my credit score dropped 100 points, by the way. Okay? <laughs> you can't. If you're going to take me from Oakland to Detroit, can we at least stop in Scottsdale in between? <laughs> or even Utah. You know, maybe Salt Lake City. You know, they could pray for me out there to get my credit score back up. Then I came to Nashville. But, uh, but that's what I didn't realize I had to stop until I got on the plane. I was like, wait. What? Yeah, that's just two connectors at night. That's not a red yeah, eye. Yeah. He yeah, hung out for like two hours in an airport. <laughs> let's fly you here, say, uh, you know, 10.50, your time. You know, we'll take you to Detroit at 6 a.m. And you'll stay there for two hours. And you got to stay awake because you don't want to fall asleep and miss your flight. Yeah, and then you get on another flight and come here. Oh, yeah. So here it is. Well, you look good. Yeah, uh, you know, I try to put a little piece together. You look good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you uh, have quite, the, but you have uh, five or six brothers and sisters. I have... Four He's sisters. got his fingers up, by the way, yeah, for those yeah. who don't know. yeah. Four sisters, two bro- three brothers. And what is that dynamic like with you doing what you do? Because this is a weird job. Yeah. You're really good at it, but this is a weird job that you're a performer and you do. What do they think? And what what's like generally, what's the family do? Well, they don't really care. They still just treat me like Jimmy. So, like, I, it's an inside joke of my friends and family that's known me forever. They still treat me like Jimmy with a Y. So, I switched Jimmy to an IE. A year before I got my record deal out of to honor my grandma because she spelled Betty I-E. So everybody knew me with a Y and I was like the Delaware day. So my family still treat me like Jimmy with a Y. Like my brother is a construction. He's one of the top uh, governors at the Moose Lodge, you know, that we all hang out in Delaware. So he takes that very serious. Shout out to the Moose Lodge, by the way. Uh, my one sister used to work at the um, Constortium. Like a lot of special needs people. Um, my one brother... 
I don't know what he does. All I know is he always has money, <laughs> but I never see him working. So I'll leave that I at wouldn't that. even say that. Now, you, now you're throwing him under the... Yeah, he don't like that you say that at all. He doesn't like that at all. It is what it is. Okay. I don't know what he does. He says he's always working. I never see him work, but he has money. Not my issue. Uh, <laughs> my one sister works from home. Uh, she's in Nashville. Uh, she works for some insurance company. I, I don't remember. And my other sister, Danielle... Is in Texas. I don't know what she does either, but she works. I know she she goes to work. Sounds like it need a little more connection. Jimmy. Yeah, just saying. What yeah, but it's a like, lot to keep up with. But it's like we don't really talk. Like we don't ever talk about my job either. So I don't. You know, we just talk. We hang out. We do family stuff. We play games. The last thing we. That's the one thing I love about my siblings. We keep work on the outside. Like my sister didn't even know I was having an album out until like a couple of days ago. She was like, "You got a record coming out? You didn't tell me." I said, "Oh yeah, my bad." She said, "Oh, who cares? Whatever. I'll hear it eventually." So it's like we kind of don't. That's the one thing we do on purpose. We don't talk about work. Uh, the album is out today. It's called Tulip Drive. I'm going to play uh, Down Home. Uh, so it came out a few months ago, but really starting to gain some steam here. So I'm going to play this, but give me like 20 seconds of setup of the song so people can have an understanding of what they're about to hear. Uh, Down Home. <clears throat> it's a song I wrote with my bass player, Tay Howe, Ryan Ball, Cam Bedell. It's a letter to my father, kind of like a check-in. I didn't want to make it a sad song, just you know, checking in saying hopefully – Everything's good up there because everything you taught us, we're still using it today and everything's good down home. Album's out today. This is Down Home. We're going to come back with Jimmy Allen. Uh, we're going to talk about how Kane Brown thought I was you. Have you heard this story? What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know we look a lot alike. What? So it's, yes. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest.
This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. When it comes to things that I love universally, uh, my dogs, and I'll go three to one. Arkansas sports, number one, my wife. And so I love it. You know what I almost love universally is bacon because, I mean, it's hard to have bad bacon. I love bacon. I love it like not super crispy. I like that middle, like a little bit of crisp on it, but also a little bit of soft. And when it comes to bacon, the best bacon, and again, I love bacon. The best bacon is right brand bacon. It's awesome. So awesome that I had some sent to me and I came back. It was up here in the studio and it was gone. And Eddie took a whole case home, but where he blew it was he posted it on Instagram. Bacon is awesome. So let me tell you about Right Brand Bacon. It is so good that if you cook bacon for people at your house, they're going to be like, well, what's happening here? Like, you, you in an extra good mood today? Nope, it's just the bacon. I'm talking about the number one thick cut, flip your whole world upside down type of bacon. The thickness of it, how it's actually real wood smoked, it is unbelievable. Almost indescribable. I cannot tell you about it with words and how good it is. Do yourself a favor and get you some right brand bacon and experience bacon the right way. The Friday Morning Conversation with Jimmy Allen. All right, Jimmy's here. The album's out. It's called Tulip Drive. I hope you guys check it out. Um, I want to talk about Kane Brown reaching. Because Kane and I talk. I I love Kane. Yeah, I love that guy. And so... And Kane's always extremely real, and I can appreciate Mm -hmm. that from him. And so I get a message from him. And I posted a video back at iHeart Country Festival. I guess that was, what month was that? What month are we now? May? Okay. It was May. Yeah, I say. So there's a picture of all of us standing together. And it's everybody who performed and and myself since I hosted. And just so you have an idea here, like this video, it's like scrolling. That's the one where I didn't get the memo that everybody's going to have their show clothes on. I'm sitting there with basketball shorts on. That's it. And so that's where this comes from. (laughs) So this video is all of us. And Kane reaches out and goes, to me, hey, he said, how come you're like me? All these MFs always dressed up in their show gear and I look like I'm ready to hoop. And so he says this to me and I'm, I'm offended because I thought I was looking pretty good. I had, a, like I had a nice outfit on and I don't know what to say because I got to respond. And I go, and I, it's weird. So I go, uh, ha ha. Um, yeah, it looks like uh, Jimmy and I are ready to chill on the couch and watch a game. Meaning, I'm just trying to bring you into yeah. this because you look like you're in <laughs> short. But I don't know why he's saying that to me because I was like proud of my clothes. Oh, God. And so I tell the show, I was like, I, Kane just said I'd dress fine. <laughs> so then he sends me a, a laughing emoji. He goes, Oh, I meant to send that to Jimmy. I thought I was watching his account. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I tried to hit the unsend button, but I guess that doesn't work. Ha ha ha. Yeah, you got to hold it. So he was talking about you. <laughs> He said, how come you're like him? Oh, yeah. Everybody dressed up. But yeah. Because I chill in my sweats or shorts to the last minute. Because I know what I'm about to put on stage is about to be small, tight, and sweaty. You know what I mean? Because I'm in this leather kick right now. So. Well, I was offended. I, I, I was, my feelings were hurt. I was like, like, dang, Kane Brown thinks I'm ugly and I dress stupid. <laughs> Kane Brown thinks <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to play basketball. I'm trying to go host a show here. <laughs> Uh, you have a bowling, I know you bowl and you're a really good bowler, but you have a, a team? Yes. I didn't know there was teams. Yeah, so I'm in a, um, three leagues here, and then I'm in this traveling team, and then actually in Vegas, I'll be in Vegas next week. Three leagues? Yeah. Traveling? 
Yeah, travel, travel yes, team. all of it gets bigger. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. travel, do tournaments, um, and then uh, I got a USBC tournament in Vegas next week, then a TAT tournament, and then some PBA stuff coming because I am uh, uh, pretty much almost an official PBA tour. So you got to have a hold a 200 average for an entire season. Could you be a pro bowler? Yeah, I'm actually um, taking off the whole month of January to do that. Next year, you're taking off to. What do you mean to do that? Like compete? travel and bowl, play, do PBA tournaments. That's so like cool. That. I mean, yeah. it's it it's weird because I don't know anybody that does that. Yeah, that's so cool. I that, think the only other person that does it a lot is me. That I know is me, Chuck Wicks, and Mookie Betts. Like when Mookie Betts is off from uh, baseball, he travels and just does bowling tournaments, are, and they pay too. Yeah. Okay. Can you make money? <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know, he's got uh, his, his eyes he's are very big and head. he's shaking his head in a very violent, like, aggressive like, way. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah, you can get paid. I tell people bowling's like it's so, to the point where I've become a snob now with bowling. I'll ask for like their house pattern, what's their shot, what's the oil length, and then when I go to the bowling alley now and I see people next to me bowling with house shoes on and a house ball, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> you like? What are you doing? Those? Having fun? <laughs> no, get better. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, sad. <laughs> uh, at Jimmy Allen, if you want to follow him again, IE, which is a great story. It was well the, on your birth certificate, Jimmy with a Y. Uh, it's James. James is my legal name. You got the point, what I was saying, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but, so, but it was Jimmy. People call you Jimmy, but yeah. you changed it for your grandma. Yeah, I changed it for my grandma. That's why I started wearing these bandanas. Like, that's my look now. Because my grandma I'm always wore a bandana. I'm, like, super sentimental. So everything I do, no matter how weird it might seem, there's a reason. Always. So uh, Tulip Drive is out. And, and speaking of weird, let's just, this is the last thing we're going to talk about. Because if it is weird and we get into a fist fight, the, the segment ends here, right? Because yeah. we have nothing else to do. We've already talked about everything. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys prepare yourself. Bring in the referees. <laughs> so um, what I like about Jimmy is he will go to people that he admires and respects and says, hey, hop on this song with me. And so I had this, this little song. I reached out to Jimmy. I said, hey, Jimmy, get on the song with me. <laughs> All right. What's he's already laughing. He's, he's laughing, laughing and he's, lo- he's leaning away from the chair. Now, hold on, right, hold on. Hold on. Go for it. Go for I'm going to the story it. first. Go for it. So, like, I love Jimmy. Like, not just in here. We do this, but as, like, a dude. And so I never want to ask anybody to do anything with me or us ex- unless I'm, like, close. And, you know, Party, John Party did a song, a comedy song we wrote last time. And I said, you know it would be good on this? It'd be Jimmy. And so I don't want to say the name of the song because somebody else is going to do it once Jimmy rejected us. But anyway, so I sent the song to Jimmy, and I feel awkward. I'm like, oh, I don't want to ask somebody to do this song. So I send the track with the empty verse. I say, hey, Jimmy, we're doing this song. Is this something you want to do? Like, hop on it. You can say no. Just just let me know. Uh, it's an awkward thing to ask somebody. And I didn't hear anything. A day went by. Not, not even a text back. Mm. Two days <laughs> went by. Nothing. And I'm like, that's weird. He must be scared to say no. And so I get somebody that works with me who talked to your person, and they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, Jimmy doesn't have a phone. And I'm like, that's bull crap. That's what people no, say. I'm dead Go serious. Go, so what? It, so here's what happens. So I don't update my iPhones ever because it freaks me out. Like, I just think they just want me to keep updating, updating, so stuff would go on the phone. So I remember, forgot where we had. I was at right before a show. I plugged it in. Put my phone in. I came back out, and then my phone is just doing the circle thing, like it's loading, right? And then the Apple thing comes on. I'll go to hit it. My screensaver pops up with my with my daughter's face on there. Every time I put my passcode in, boom, phone shuts off. I didn't have a phone for like two days, and it happened to be the only time I sent you a song. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> and then so uh-huh. like, and I was freaking out anyway, right? So excuse me. So we we fly to Philly that next day. Go to Philly, you know, hit hit the casino, you know. Uh, <clears throat> go to Philly, I get a new phone, right? And then when I back it up, 
I have too many pictures and stuff, so the phone's not loading again, so it freaks out again. So then I got to get another phone two days later in Nashville. I didn't have a phone almost for like four days. So then when I finally get my phone back up and running, the last time I updated my phone was March. So I got text messages from March, right? So my manager asked text me, hey, uh, did you did you not want to do the song with Bobby? You know, you could have just told him. I said, I ain't getting no song. He said, yeah, he said, well, they, they sent the song over. He said, yeah, he said, I figured it was weird, but I, he said, I just told him you didn't have a, you didn't have a phone because I didn't have a phone. Because, you know, I'd have responded, okay, and yeah. I'd have done the song. So let's, yeah, can sound, we do sound, another one? Sounds sus. That's all I'm going to say. Can, can we do I'm another not, one? I'm not letting you commit to it here. No, this is a new phone. I'm not look, letting you. Look he at bought date. that just for today. He you grabbed can, somebody else's phone. He's like, I know he's going to bring this no, up. So I give even me. got two new phones because this phone is mirrored to this phone. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if this phone ever goes away, have another one. All I know is I sent him this heartfelt message, got no response, and here we are now not doing a song. A pretty funny song, I'll tell you. It's a pretty good one. It probably could be the thing that really breaks your career and gets your first Man, hit. you know, yeah. I say, how about we do this? Mm, I don't like it. Whatever it is. The person that's on it, let me join. Mm, we're, we're already done. It's done. It's easy. I can go to the studio and just do it. It's technology. Nah. Well, let's do another one. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Oh, we'll see how your career's going in a couple years and readdress <laughs> uh, it. Uh, yeah, it just wasn't meant to be. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be a movie star, but yeah, I'll probably saying, be you retired be... from music. No I probably won't even be doing music. What kind then. of movie do you want to do? Oh, a bunch. Like, I, I'm seriously taking the transition into television and film. Like, I'm not leaving music. Like, I always put out singles. I always do records. But the whole idea of touring 100-plus shows a year, no. I think I want to get to a point where I'm doing maybe... 10 shows a year in the U.S., 20 outside a year, maybe 30 shows a year, and then just doing TV, movies, you know, spending time with my kids, developing um, uh, music education courses in different schools, but not just music, but the business side of it. You know what I mean? Because so many people don't understand the business that are artists, and then it shows other people that love music that might not be at the level of talent to be a musician. They could still be involved in a career teaching, and management, publishing, PRO. So that's really what I really want to. What I really want to do. Well, so. After this little debacle, though, this song, you'll never work in this town again. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. Right, you heard it here first. Uh, Jimmy's uh, album Tulip Drive. It is. <laughs> it's out today. It's it, it's so it's, it's so great and it's so different. He's got a lot of great voices, but the most important voice is his own. And uh, it's just a wonderful Thank story. You. The voice and you don't want to put on a. Song I tried. Since I didn't the voice that didn't respond. I did not. That's so crazy. The time I do not have exactly. a phone. Exactly. It is so crazy. That isn't is it, Jimmy. You wild. said it. It's so crazy. Isn't it? <laughs> it's a little too so crazy, isn't it? Uh huh. All right. That's enough back. of this interview, Ray. <laughs> I think we're done. All right, you guys check out Tulip Drive. Check out Jimmy, Jimmy Allen, at Jimmy Allen. Follow him on all the socials. And that is it. Thanks, my friend, for coming oh, by. Oh, man. Thanks for All right. Me. There he is. Jimmy Allen, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Hope you guys have an awesome weekend. I'm going to go watch Ben Rector tomorrow night. Cool. Which, you know, I don't go to a lot of shows, either traveling or I live in music. So, man, I'm super excited about going to see Ben Rector. Uh, Caitlin and I are going to make a little date night and sing every song. So that'll be fun for us. And I'd like to go see this Elvis movie, but I'm just, I don't like going to theaters. So I wish I could just like close my eyes on the back of my eyelids, watch it. (laughs) That's, that'd be awesome. Like you just down, you put in your ear and you yeah. watch it back your eyelids. I'm sure we'll get there at some point. Yeah. Like hopefully in the next week or so. Because <laughs> oh, this movie looks really good. Eddie saw it, right? It's really good, dude. If you're an Elvis fan, you're going to love it. I Elvis, directed by Baz Luhrmann. It's got Austin Butler, Tom Hanks. It's in theaters now. The soundtrack's out today. Uh, movie Mike's Movie Podcast has uh, Baz Luhrmann on it, which is Baz Luhrmann. 
Oh, he did. Let's move on, Rouge. Mike, what's the clip I'm going to play here? Oh, him talking about whenever Tom Hanks got COVID, like that shut down the entire world, shut down their production for six months. They were doing that production then? Yeah, that was- that long ago? Yeah. Wow, this, so this Elvis movie with Austin Butler, Eddie says is really good. Really good. And Baz Luhrmann's the director, and here's a clip of Baz Luhrmann. We lost the movie. There was the COVID. There was not being able to hold the cast together. I used the time to reconstruct the beginning of the film. I rang Tom and I said, Tom, you know, I don't think if we wait, the movie will come back because there's too many elements falling apart. And very bravely, he said, well, look, if I come back, do you think you can get it done by Christmas? And I said, yes. And he came back. It was the smoothest shooting we ever had. I mean, I came in on time and under budget. So check it out. It's an awesome get for your movie podcast. Yeah. Should talk about anything else other than uh, the Elvis movie? No, that was it. Oh, never mind. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't get sad on it. I was like, yeah, okay. So that's pretty cool. Uh, also on the show today, we got to talk about my show Snake in the Grass, which is now premiering Monday, August 1st on the television side of it on USA Network at 11 Eastern, 10 Central after wrestling. So <laughs> after Monday Night Raw, which is USA's biggest show, which I didn't realize USA in the – the cable game was as big of a channel as it is. It's mm. one of, I think, the number two cable channel. Oh, wow. wow. And wrestling is really one of the biggest shows on cable television. So my show, Snake in the Grass, comes out then, and then it goes on to Peacock the basically the next day, which is like midnight, so it's like an hour later, I think. That's how that works. But so uh, we'll get to announce that. It's a pretty cool situation, and very excited that it finally is getting on the air. All right. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work.